welcome back to the Nerdy Merc, where you will find all things comic books, culture, current events, and the like. This is Jeff, also known as the Other Merc with the Mouth. Make sure you like the podcast, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. How many of you, when you were a kid, imagined having superpowers? Go ahead. Don't be shy. Let me know. 317-978-NERD. 317-978-6373. Give me a call. Leave a voicemail. Shoot me a text. Let me know. Matter of fact, I want to know what your superpower was. Me? I kind of I kind of went back and forth a little bit. My two favorite comic book characters when I was growing up was Wolverine and Venom. So naturally, I would often fantasize about having Wolverine's healing ability and his adamantium skeleton and claws. And I would also fantasize about having the alien symbiote. I would. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I still kind of just imagine a world that exists with me as, um, how do I put this? With like almost infinite power. Basically with me being omnipotent. You know, but... I'm, I, I live among the 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 low the lowly people, the people that are I'm like I'm a I'm a god of ancient times, you know like I you know I'm part of a race that, I don't know this is kind of like a a um um just kind of like a nightly thing that I go through before I go to sleep, just kind of what I do to to wind my brain down. I imagine that I am the last ancient god. I have nearly unlimited powers, but no one believes in me anymore. I've gone through life hundreds of times. I've had dozens of mates. I've I've sired thousands of offspring who have a little godhood in them. And now I just wish I could walk the earth and or I just wish I could die. I've lived for hundreds of thousands of years. I helped create the race of humans. I mean, this, again, this is just all kind of like maybe I'll maybe I'll put this down in words in one day and just kind of I don't know. It seems like that story's kind of been told a few times in several different ways. I'm not really sure I could I could do it justice and add anything new. I mean. Like the movie Hancock kind of covered it as well as there's probably been several different comic book lines along those same series. But anyway, so yeah, I I do that. It helps me get to sleep at night. You know what? You 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 do your thing. I do my thing. Don't judge me. But how many of us would be benevolent? How many of us would be the Superman? Only using their powers. For altruism. Or Batman. Who may be not completely altruistic. Still used his powers for good. Mostly. I mean, depending on which version of Batman. But most of them. Or, let's see. Let's think of someone in the Marvel Universe that's similar. Uh, 
Okay, who's like super, super, super powerful in the Marvel Universe that's altruistic as well? Oh my lord, why can't I think of any? Is there not a Superman-type character in the Marvel Universe? Someone who's got the power to crack the planet in half, but only uses their powers for good? I can't think of one. I'm sure I'm going to bite myself in, you know, I'm biting myself in the ass here. I can't think of one. Okay, so what brought this on? Well, The Spawn recently turned me on to a new TV show. Well, technically it's not new. They just dropped season two. Uh, when was it? In September. Season one was dropped July of last year. Season two was dropped in September of this year, season one, season three is coming next year. This is The Boys. Now, The Boys, if you go to IMDb, it says their the description of the show is excuse me, a group of vigilantes set out to take down corrupt superheroes who abuse their superpowers. I gotta say, I am. Thoroughly enjoying this show because it really explores the point of view of what it could be like if you have people that have these nearly unlimited powers and are essentially gods. What it can be like if they don't have those moral safeguards if they don't have the 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 Kansas upbringing that superman had so these you know what i'm going to talk about season yeah screw it i'm just going to talk about the show we're almost through season 2 now me and the spawn and the the season opener starts off. I think I talked about this a few days ago, or maybe last week. The season opener starts off with this guy, a uh, guy named Huey, who's played by Jack Quaid, who is the son of uh, uh, Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. Found that out. Thought that was kind of neat. He is walking with his girlfriend, and she gets plowed into by a speedster. Now the speedster. Now okay. So these heroes, according to season one, and since season one's been out for over a year now, I've done, I don't, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. You know what? I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm not going to tell you about it. Maybe you haven't seen it. Maybe you don't want me to spoil it. Well, I'm telling you right now, this show is worth watching. It is definitely not, not a kid, not kid friendly. It's, it's TVMA. That's the rating. But I am enjoying this show so much. It's got good heroes. Well, they're all called heroes. Well, actually, they're all called soups. Short for, you know, superpowers or something like that. But each one, like you have you have your Wonder Woman type character. Her name is Queen Maeve. You have your Superman type character. His name is Homelander. You have, I don't know what Starlight does. She, she blasts light out of her hands and eyes and stuff. You have A-Train, which is their speedster, so the flashlight character. You have the Deep which is their swimmer, so like an Aquaman. It's kind of set, the seven is kind of set up like the Justice League. Black Noir, I'm not really sure what he does. He kind of looks like 
um, Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. But he's pretty badass, too. He does some badass stuff. But all of these people are nearly invincible, and they're almost down to a person corrupt. They're ran. They're, 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 they are, they are contracted through a media company. They are a reality show. And they make movies. And they make merchandise. And they have their heroes. And, and these people have heroes that are contracted to them. Like this company, I should say, have heroes that are contracted to them. And so they, this company does whatever they can to push these heroes out into other places in society. For example, not just in the superhero business, not just saving cats out of trees, not just stopping robberies, but also pushing them into trying to get them into the Department of Defense push them into you know all is all about the almighty dollar and when you have these insanely powerful beings who have been treated like gods who's like okay there's absolutely nothing you can do to me because i will snap your head off like a chicken if i feel like it and i will just take over this entire world and no and no one can stop me when they are when they are treated like that with the like hey you can do no wrong and they kill people. There's collateral damage in this show, but nobody seems to know about it because this company's PR team is phenomenal. Anyway, I highly suggest you go check it out. It's got Carl Urban in it. He's really the only other name in this that I'm familiar with. Uh, wait, no, it's got Elizabeth. Uh, I forgot about Elizabeth Shue. It's got Elizabeth Shue in season one. She's she's she's. You know, older lady, still not bad looking. I remember her from the 80s, you know, because she was big back then. But despite Carl Urban's obvious ripoff of Johnny Depp's portrayal of Captain Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, this is a phenomenal show. I'm having a lot of fun watching it. Highly recommend it. Again, not safe for kids, so don't watch it when your young ones are around or there's going to be some questions. I'm just going to put it that way. But phenomenal show. Hope you like I hope you watch it. Let me know what you think. You're listening to The Nerdy Merc. It is trivia time. Trivia time it is. New question. Which popular science fiction character once easily defeated Wolverine in an unusual comic book crossover? Which popular science fiction character once easily defeated Wolverine in an unusual comic book crossover? The answer will come in Friday's show. Good luck. You're listening to the Nerdy Merc. I think I'm going to start including a segment on Monday's show talking about the comic books that I read in the previous week. So, I'm not really sure where I left this off last week. Or, yeah, last week. Because I know I talked about this last week. But, you know, it was crude. I'm just going to pick a spot and go. So, I finished up with Hulk Future Imperfect. Gotta say, really enjoyed that. Showed the Hulk uh, emerging 
thousands of years into the future when humanity has just become this this apocalyptic waste where, where the earth excuse me has become this apocalyptic wasteland and he becomes the despotic dictator of it called maestro so that was a lot of fun it was it was really and that and that theme is is explored later on also in the hulk future imperfect uh, run of 2000, or excuse me, Hulk the End from 2000, I'm not, 2002, 2003, something like that. Although, that was far more sad, I gotta, I gotta admit. Hulk the End was just, man, it was kind of soul crushing, I'll put it that way. There, it, just to see, because I think Hulk can't die. Bruce Banner cannot die. Every time he gets close to dying, Hulk leaps in to save him. And I say save, and I'm putting that in air quotes, because after a while, Bruce Banner just wants to die. Phenomenal book. Moving forward, uh, there is a Future Imperfect line from 2015 that I also read. Did not enjoy it as much as I did... Um, the 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 end series by Hulk or the original feature Imperfect brings back uh, Ben Grimm as the as the thing to fight Maestro and it, it just wasn't as memorable. The artwork was phenomenal, but the art but the storyline wasn't wasn't all that impressive. A storyline that I did really enjoy was Marvel the end. It was a six issue series. And it followed Thanos as he is describing the end of the Marvel Universe. It has this old pharaoh who somehow merged himself with the heart of the universe, the power of the heart of the universe, and has become more powerful than any of the ancient gods, more powerful than Galactus, more powerful than, than uh, the, the living tribunal who only bows to the power of the one who is above all. Wait, is that DC? Or the ultimate... Oh, man, I can't remember. Whatever. It, it, it's Jack Kirby, basically. But uh, So the whole series sh- shows all of these giant cosmic powerhouses figuring out how they're going to beat this pharaoh who has, who has m- melded with the heart of the universe. And you have Thanos that's trying to come up with a plan and form a team and get this done. Of course, no one trusts him because Thanos has not shown himself to be a trustworthy character over the, over, the, over the years. But one thing you can trust Thanos is that he will always be true to himself and he will always act in his own self-interest. So as long as your self-interest and his align, you're allies. He's not going to bother you. But all this is from Thanos, his point of view. Thanos eventually manipulates himself into a position where he is able to to blend with the heart of the universe himself. And as such, he becomes the all-powerful being because this pharaoh, he wasn't nothing. He was just a man. Thanos is more than a man. Thanos can actually handle that kind of power. He's held that kind of power in his hands before almost literally. So it's pretty phenomenal. He becomes this phenom- this this cosmic power. And he only does it, according to him, because this pharaoh that came back was a threat to him. 
He's like, look, I'm only doing this because if I do this, you'll no longer be a threat to me, and I don't have to worry about you. But as soon as he did, he just wanted to be left alone, I really believe. He just wanted to be left alone. But as, as soon as he blended with that power, he was attacked by everybody, much in the same way they happened during the Infinity War series. Except this time, he was so far advanced, they had no chance. It literally was like an ant in a boot. And boom, all of these ancient Marvel gods just start dropping like flies, left and, white, left and right. Thanos is just laying waste. And he finally realizes that there's no way to repair the universe. This will never stop. And that the universe... He becomes, he basically destroys almost the entire universe. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, comes Adam Warlock and convinces Thanos what to do. Thanos actually takes his power, destroys the last remnants of, of this universe, and with his last breath, creates a new one wherein everything is exactly the same minus Thanos. The only people that even notice something are different are the people that are so in tune with that cosmic reality, like the like the Celestials, like Galactus, like the Living Tribunal, like Chaos and Order, like Eternity, all of those people. They're the only ones that know anything happened at all. It's pretty phenomenal. I'm also continuing on with the Eternals, having a lot of fun with that. Not as much fun as I am with the more modern ones. I read through the Wolverine The End series... And I really don't have time to get into that. You know what? I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? This is just gonna, just going to continue over into the next section. I, re- I read the Wolverine series, and Wolverine actually—he's an old, old man. He's over 200 years old at this point, and he thinks that Weapon X is still messing with him. Well, turns out he has a brother, and that brother is trying to recruit him, but. Is it for nefarious purposes, or is it because he wants a family reunion? Well, you're going to have to wait until the next segment to find out. You're listening to the Nerdy Merc. Well, that's the end of this segment. If you have any questions, bitches, gripes, comments, complaints, moans, or suggestions, give me a call, 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Or you can go find me at www.nerdymerc.com. Email me, jeff at nerdymerc.com. Or go find me on all the social medias. I'm on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for The Nerdy Merc. On Instagram, nerdymerc79 and parlor at Nerdy Merc. Make sure you stick around for the next segment, and thank you for listening.